The Florida Panthers bounced back on Thursday night, mostly getting contributions from the fourth line and their blue line. We're going to discuss that and more here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Friday, February 9th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Ron Dovalez from the Hockey News. You can follow me on X at Monoman12, follow show count on X and Instagram at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And shout out to everydayers who come back here and get your daily Florida Panthers fix. And Florida Panther fans, great to not only witness this game in person here at, at Emirate Bank Arena, but also an opportunity, great opportunity that the Florida Panthers had in bouncing back in this one. I mean, we sp- spoke about the last 40 minutes of Tuesday's game where the flip was script, but basically, even though the Florida Panthers trailed twice, they never never felt like this game was out of hand for the Florida Panthers. Tied, tied it both times, and then the Florida Panthers br- – um, Break, pulled, broke this one open in the final period of this one to cre- get a 4-2 victory over the Washington Capitals at home. But it is a Friday, which means it is a Fairbanks Friday edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Nick Fairbanks is back. Nick, welcome back to the show on a victory Fairbanks Friday. Man, it's uh, it's felt like a long time since we've been able to say that. Uh, you know, the guys have been off and then... Uh, Unfortunately, we had that abysmal game on Tuesday, but um, I'm glad that you were actually able to see a well-willed effort tonight in a win. My luck at Panther games is not like Jacob's luck. Uh, he's winless. Uh, I I have not seen the Panthers lose in regulation. Only one overtime a lot on this season. So knock on wood because I'll be in the yeah. building on Saturday too. But yeah. <laughs> Jacob's a marked man right now. So, yeah, so. watch out. Yeah, watch out for him. But Florida Panthers, they come out this one winners four to the final in Sunrise, Florida. And like I said at the beginning, beginning, lots of domination for the Panthers really in, in this one. I mean, the but here's the thing for for in the beginning of this one, the Panthers were possessing it, but they weren't really getting to the front of the net. Lots of perimeter shots. Darcy Kepper was reading them reading them well, but it wasn't it wasn't like the last forty minutes of Tuesday where block shots and miss shots to the net they were at least getting there but then the adjustment started to be made for for the second period going going forward i mean the fourth line i mean they set the example uh for for this one as well the i know the panthers trailed twice in this one the first one being the power play goal by alexander ovechkin i mean hard to stop that one-timer shot mm-hmm. i mean we we've seen that for 20 um nearly 20 years now i mean that's 43 goals <laughs> now against the florida panthers for uh alex ovechkin but also the the Panthers and and just their ability to just consistently stay in games. I mean, you 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 think about for you think about going into the second period. I mean, Panthers going into this one. I mean, first period had t- only twelve minutes of five on five, but then you get one forty of power play time going to the second. I mean, yeah, the it's not buzzing uh, uh, yet, but I mean, you think about how 
Kachuk getting that shot from from the blue line to Sam Reinhart for the the one to tie at two as well. A different type of power play goal, not the one where we were used to seeing where you down low and, and fed, which Washington was protecting very early. But also the the fact that Matthew Kachuk is able to create offense as well. Uh, as far as your takeaways for this one, how what wh- what are yours for for this one? I think what won this game that actually lost last game was actually the adjustments that Paul Maurice made Uh, probably a few words in the intermission. um, But, you know, he switched up the lines later in the game. I mean, he Mm -hmm. went back to the playoff lines, you know, you saw Nick cousins, Mm -hmm. everybody's favorite uh, back on the second line. And then you saw Rhino get bumped down on the third line with um, Lundell and Losterinen, which I think was probably the right move. You have to get more balance in the lineup when things aren't clicking team hasn't scored on a five and five goal until this game, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's taken them a little bit to kind of gel back together. And I think Maurice pulled the right string tonight to get it going. Um, just that the power play um, clicked, you know, whether it was a fluky goal off of Chuck skate or whatever, the goals that they're going to have to score down the stretch. And um, my, my top player tonight, actually, uh, besides maybe the fourth line in Lomberg was to Chuck. He was everywhere. He was picking mm-hmm. up the slack for other players, and he was just noticeable everywhere. So, um, again, the adjustments made in this game that were not made last game were probably, to me, the difference in the win. Yeah, and uh, Kachuk, going into the third period, uh, only Kachuk had a shot on goal uh, in the in the <clears throat> going into the third period. Excuse me, and you know that that's what triggered a lot of the line changes, which. Paul Maurice has said multiple times that he has that ability to put Verhage up and down on the lineup there and hasn't mm-hmm. done it as much this this season as he does as he has in seasons past as well for um for uh Carter Verhage. I mean he hasn't he hadn't re- he hadn't really had the Panthers re- didn't really do that until really last year. Uh but but still he hasn't really had to do the, that much this year. But also I got to give credit to the Panthers blue line. That top pair Gustav Forsling Aaron Eckblad consistently creating offense, jumping into the rush, pinches into the zone. I mean, there was one where, where, uh, where Gustav Forsling denies a denies a, uh, a zone exit, follows mm-hmm. up his own shot, and then creates a more more of the cycle of the puck. That was with that fourth line on the ice as well. Yep. And even the disallowed goal, Brandon Montour keeps the um, puck in the zone, gets it to Erod, and and yeah, that goal was dis um, was disallowed due to offside as well, but. What the Panthers were doing as far as cl- closing in and denying exits and right on that half wall as well, I think that was really um, that was really big for uh, for the Panthers. And also, uh, we we got it. We can't we can't go without mentioning uh, the penalty shot that that Sergei Bobrovsky stopped on Malenstein a- as well, um, re- really early on in the first. And that was shortly after uh, Power Play Two had multiple chances out in front. And mm-hmm. Evan Rodriguez had a wide open net where he just flat out missed. And but shortly after, a stop a stop for for the Panthers on that on that on that penalty shot, which OEL did the right thing that he he stopped the goal there, and Bob finished the job with the block save on Malenstein. So it almost seems like everybody played their part tonight. Everybody mm-hmm. showed up when they needed to, and. One thing that Goldie and Randy always talk about is the resilience of this team. Nothing is too big for them or nothing really rattles them. So, I mean, they were just punishing the Capitals in their own end for a couple minutes. And then what happens? 
Capitals come right down uh, after one shift, and uh, you get a tip-in goal by uh, Anthony Mantha, which was actually a pretty beautiful goal, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, but they weren't shaken from that. You know, they were still playing hard. They were still controlling the play. And never at a point during this game or after that did you think that they were going to back down or try to, you know, like play more conservative. Um, the defense is more or less the reason why they were kept in this game, as you are saying. It is so hard to play against a team that has as active D as they do, and they pinch as much as they do. Um, now, mm. that could lead to some errors, you know, if the puck gets past them. But luckily, we have mobile defensemen that, you know, are smart enough to know when to pinch and when not to. And also, we have smart enough forwards to get back to cover them. But just imagine being the Capitals uh, in a couple of those uh, uh, of those entries and everything and just not being able to clear it. Um, Gustav Forsling was a madman on that shift. So um, I actually think that's probably when the game was won is when that tied uh, definitely got turned and the Capitals were on their heels. <laughs> it's kind of spoiling the the next segment a little bit about our, our thoughts, but we'll, we'll, uh, but we'll di- actually, we'll di- break, go more into detail on, on uh, when this game was won or lost uh, three stars of the game and, and more. We're going to transition to segment number two and discuss that here on the locked on Florida Panthers podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay motors passion drive and patience that's what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up level it up to peak performance supercharges roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million um, million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and now you can find it on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. Back on this Friday, February 9th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day here on a special Fairbanks Friday edition of the show. And Nick, uh, I I got to give a special shout out to Yona Gajevich. Uh, <laughs> had a breakaway opportunity coming out of the box and, and drew drew a penalty as well uh, for, for, for the Panthers. Also, Kevin Stenland, mm-hmm. his, even though uh, Tom Wilson elbowed him on right, right in the face, his, his him drawing that penalty there resulted in the Sam Reinhart power play goal after that. So it was just not only what they were doing, but also forcing the Panthers to just get that man advantage as well as Paul Maurice spoke about just how 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 much confidence he had in in that line matching up against the Ovechkin line. Obviously, with the last change being at home and 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 the confidence there really speaks volumes about that fourth line as well. So definitely. Definitely, and Lombard, uh getting getting that goal as far as uh, resulting in in the in, in the game winner, uh, where Stenlin 
got it through the gold mouth after on a rebound after mm -hmm. OEL shot and then Kulikov set up Lomberg in the slot. So just puck possession was just on point <laughs> on the night as well. But uh, three stars of the game for me. Uh, Sam Reinhart is uh, star number three. Kachuk number two for me. And Ryan Lomberg is number one with the GWG. I do want to put an honorable mention uh, there. Uh, before, I was starting to fill out my uh, index card to submit to the PR department. Mm -hmm. And before the game-winning goal by Lomberg, it was uh, Ekblad as the third star, and then uh, Kachuk number one, and then Reinhardt number two. Uh, three points on the night for Chucky. Get that empty net. Um, the assist on the empty net to Etu. So continuing just his fine play since December 23rd. Uh, Three stars in the night for you, my friend. Uh, I know you said uh, I'll spoil it a little bit in segment number one here. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, you know, oh, no the, Oracle, the oracles were talking to me, so I had to get that in right mm -hmm. there. Um, so my three, um, I'm actually going to put um, Gustav Forsling as my number three star. Um, mm -hmm. And the main reason why I do that is because uh, he took a knee on knee hit from uh, Tom Wilson. I don't know if yes. uh, a lot of people saw that. And mm -hmm. the fact is, is that he was in the locker room for like 40 seconds and came right back out and had a fantastic game. So uh, he's not my, my number three. My number two is going to be Chucky uh, just because he seems like he's just, his game is just building, 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 building. Um, and my number one star, as much as I want it to be Sam Reinhardt, this is expected. If they get a power play, he's scoring. All right. Guy's going to put up 50 today uh, or this year, but I have to give it to Ryan Lombard. How crazy, or would you have this on your bingo card? Dmitry Kulikov below the red line, passing to Lombard in the slot, and he just goes bar down. I mean, no, I, I would have never have chosen that as a game-winning goal. But Ryan Lomberg deserves it. I know they said on the telecast it was his third game-winning goal, but that's in the regular season. Us Panther fans know it's four because of Tampa Bay a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. So congratulations to him and well-deserved. Yeah, so Ryan Lomberg, uh, very, very excited. Um him post game after after that and just the, the <laughs> trust that 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 line had all all night as far as like how how well they were they were buzzing and all and credit credit to the capitals i mean they were starting to to get pinned in their own zone i mean the four check was just overwhelming for yeah. for that line they were just uh they were just finding a way to just uh keep the offense and um keep the offense on their end and darcy kemper i mean facing uh, 41 uh, total shots on, on the night as, as well. I mean, and and this was for a and also, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the power play shots as well. Eight total on the on the power play, uh, two for for the Panthers. Uh, so as far as when we thought this game was won or lost, uh, for for me, I thought there's a part of me where it wants to say that when uh the Panthers tied it at two, uh. Mm -hmm where it was the Sam Reinhart power play goal that I thought that it I thought that was the turning point for the Panthers but I also thought when the line changes were um when you officially saw Verhage back on the top line and then you saw Rodriguez and there's a lot of praise as as well from Paul Maurice on Evan Rodriguez uh about how him and that line buzz together as well and you know it's again it's not these aren't long-term lines as far as that. These are plug when you need spark, and then you're going to go back to this. Uh, that's if they have practice. Panthers PR hasn't said anything on whether they're practicing tomorrow. But the fact that you have that option there as far as when we talk about depth for, for this team, 
that's that's also that's also great as far as that and uh and they they got that spark and that that resulted that resulted in more more time in the capital zone yeah i mean as i was saying earlier i think the difference between the last game against philadelphia and this game is just the the changes that were made in game um you know with the line changes and it looks like the team really started to buy buy in and actually look like they cared uh last game it just seems like they were going through the motions that they were just coming back from you know their long Mm -hmm. break and this one you can just tell they didn't want to let it slip away but um i'm just glad that the fourth line showed up uh they basically punish the capitals cause a lot of uh you know uh you know zone time and on top of that drew some penalties and you know that's what your fourth line's there to do is to be annoying uh you know bang some bodies and make sure the puck is getting turned over uh in the offensive zone so um you know then your best players got to step up and put the puck in the end that's what sam reinhardt did and sam bobrovsky I think I have that right. Uh, they had on the jump. They had on. They had Sam Bobrovsky on the jumbotron today. I love it. I love it. I I'm trying to tell the Panthers team shop to make a to make a shirt that says Sam Bob. I like. I would buy that in an instant. But um, you know, as I was saying, your top players have to step up. You know, after that, after the the kind of performance your fourth line has uh, put on, and you know, it. it it makes me feel more comfortable, you know, if the Panthers make the playoffs and I say, if just because, you know, the season's not over and you don't ever put the horse before the cart that maybe this fourth line could be more effective in the playoffs than maybe the fourth line last year. And I know we had Eric Stahl. Uh, there were some parts of Colin white there, but it just seems like this line is bigger. It's tougher and it will take advantage of other teams during the game, which I think will provide a lot of good results. Um, in meaningful games it's annoying uh for other teams you see the post whistle scrums every a lot of the time too <laughs> uh i mean it goes back to the whole the when you look at the shield of the florida panthers and then you see what they br- brought in for during that offseason as far as like sandpaper when it comes to that that's what that's really uh everything as far as like manifesting about what zeros wanted about yeah Kevin Stenlin has a career high in points as far as that we weren't it's I'm not saying we've gotten everything we've wanted out of Stenlin and more I'm not saying that but the the expectation as far as him wasn't too high so the fact that we're seeing we already saw that production early on everything Mm -hmm. is gravy as far as that after that as far as offense we we know what his role is as defense zone draws and all that and and just using his size for like battles especially in the corner uh too and on half walls too uh also I, look at the look at the blue line as far as uh shots uh Aaron Eckblad had seven Brandon Montour yep. had five OEL had four I mean just I mean we're starting to see like this one was a little bit of signs of last year I know blue line scoring hasn't been hasn't been at the rate as it has, has last year but just no the ability to still have the pucks on the stick and also get get some stretch passes, especially early on where both teams really had their breakaway opportunities. There wasn't as many towards the last 40, but really mm-hmm. uh, their ability to have to get, have that vision on the ice to to look, see their teammates and, and connect tape to tape as well. Definitely. And, you know, I, I'm not going to, I guess, get on the defense about their scoring this year because guess what? They're one of the best teams at uh, goals allowed this season. I will take that all day, all season. 
Um, if they can keep this up, you hope that they can take it into the playoffs and, you know, continue that, um, that, that mindset. Um, but I think things will, you know, start to come together. You know, you had Mikola earlier in the season. That was, you know, the surprise he was scoring goals. And I don't think he's ever had more than four or five in a season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had Forsling that was just slapping the puck wherever he could. And he was doing that this game too. And, you know, uh, just, when you have defense that can contribute to the game like they are not only offensively but defensively as well and there's no you know you're you're not losing anything from it you know you have a good top 6 you have a good identity and that's something that other teams are going to fear i mean they're not going to know what to do with it these guys defend well they cover each other and then you know when they're in the offensive zone or on a power play you're like okay are these guys just going to shoot it from the you know the the top or are they going to fake me out and get a tip or send it over to Barkoff or to Chuck and, you know, or let's just say Reinhardt and they're going to have an easy goal. So there's just so many ways that this Panthers team and the defense can, you know, outplay you and also put their stamp on the game. Or rim it around the boards where you have the, uh, the defense's heads on the swivel, which uh, their goals were created from the rimming around the boards and, and all, and just not and having a clear shooting lane as well, as well for those redirections. So I think that's also um, as far as versatility with that blue line, I think that's also really key when it, when it, when it comes to that as, as well, but we're going to transition over to segment number three. We're going to discuss more about this game and also prepare for Saturday's matchup against the Colorado Avalanche. We're going to discuss that and more here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Indeed. And we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show can get up to a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to to get your job more visibility at indeed.com slash locked on go to indeed.com slash locked on right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash locked on terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed also this episode is brought to you by robin hood And did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer um, in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good enough through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as quarter one of 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 
3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of the first 3% match must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC is a registered broker dealer. Third and final segment here on this Friday, February 9th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers. Thank you once again for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day here on a Friday. So, Nick, crazy we were talking about how the Panthers, they had not scored a goal at five on five in the last four games. That was the last first one, excuse me, the first one in the last three games. So, Mm -hmm. and that also came into play in their last win in regulation. So this stretch a little bit, you know, it's not the worst stretch for the Panthers, but then you see how they get their wins in different ways. And then, uh, you know, the ups and downs, but then, you know, the ability to bounce back as well uh, for, for, for this one as well. And just looking right now to see if the Panthers still (laughs) own the best uh best record as far as regulation most regulation wins in in the east and as of right now they still do even with the boston mm-hmm. bruins beating the vancouver canucks uh uh tonight uh as well so still still great to see as far as that uh the amount of wins they got early on as well so uh great to see but florida panthers they welcome in the colorado avalanche i mean it feels like we were just talking about this a few weeks ago <laughs> as uh, as the Panthers went into Colorado um, early on into the new year on a Saturday, too. That, that was a matinee matchup in uh, at Ball Arena at where the Panthers got an 8-4 to win. Sam Reinhart had a hat trick that day, that, that afternoon. And just uh, it, it, it's always great whenever these two uh, come to town. I mean, I don't know how much of the whole All-Star week with uh, Bob – having those saves on Nathan McKinnon and even in the shootout as well. I don't know how much of that will be a motivation for him to get something past Sergey Bobrovsky as well, but we know he is the front runner right now for the heart. It, he is a monster out there on the ice. He's one of those freight trains that you try to check him, You're going to bounce right off him as well. And, you know, the central when that's probably the best division hockey. If you really, I, I think that it might be, um, you want to avoid the, the two, three in that division specifically with how with Dallas and Winnipeg and all. Mm-hmm. So spoke about the differences in the schedule as far as the different types of teams you're going to face. You're going to be facing mostly desperate teams. Saturday specifically, it, it's a Colorado team fighting for that division. Uh, for for the top. Uh, how are you seeing uh, this matchup for uh the Florida Panthers as they welcome in? the Colorado Avalanche uh, for the one and only time this year. So uh, to me, it's a game of measuring yourself. You know, they beat them, you know, earlier in the year and, you know, it was a crazy game. It just seemed like it was back and forth. And then all of a sudden Florida just started to pull away. Uh, You know, the Avalanche became unglued, but, you know, you can't ever take that for granted because, Colorado can just turn around and put up four or five on you in an instant. And, you know, they are led by McKinnon who is not human right now. And he's on a heater and, you know, the Panthers ha- must do their best in containing him, not stopping him. And that should be the 
um, the emphasis going into Saturday is, listen, this guy's going to do what he's going to do, but you guys have to limit his influence and also the amount of damage that he can do. Maybe he gets one, maybe he gets two, but then you have to make sure that Rantman is not getting anything. Uh, Cal McCarr is not doing anything. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, everybody else that's on that roster. I mean, Zach Parise scored tonight for them. And, you know, you just have to make sure that you kind of like single him out and he has no other support. Um, You know, I would love to see Bob back in net. I think he needs to get back into a groove and, Mm -hmm. You know, we'll see what this team can do. You know, I, I think that Florida, in my opinion, has a better fourth line. So we'll see if they can make a difference again. Um, I think it might come down in the third line and who's playing on it. If uh, Paul mm. Maurice decides to keep Rhino on it, I think they could have a very good game. If not, then, you know, the Panthers are going to have to live or die on the power play. Mm. Yeah. And uh, you think about the amount of depth that they brought as, as far as after the Stanley cup and Ryan Johansson and all Ross Colton. And so they, even though they're a few years removed and maybe a little step slower as, as well, since their Stanley cup run, I mean, you still have a lot of those experienced guys and Gabriel Landeskog is skating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the Panthers w- are not going to face them. It's likely activated towards the playoffs as well, but two years removed from hockey, Chances are he's going to be back, but I don't know what role he'll, he'll have. Also, uh, all when it comes to recent season, um, not season series, recent series between these two, it's been forth with wins, loss, win, loss, win, win for the Panthers, loss. It, it's 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 a it's a lot of back and forth between these two, as, as well, and lots of high scoring games. I mean, I see <laughs> at least one team has scored uh five in the last three mat- matchups. Uh, I don't see any. The last time, only one team has scored less than two goals in the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine matchups. So <laughs> only only one time in the last uh, nine that um, that at least one of them was held under two goals. So, that, so you're saying take the over? Yes, take the over. And and <laughs> you know it's going to be a speed game. It's really about. I mean, the Panthers use their speed on the night to to outskate mm-hmm. Washington, and it's really about how you're going to match that speed with Colorado as as well because they have weapons all over the place. I know goaltending is a little bit of a question. Um, they had they they dealt with uh, Ivan Pro. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing this incorrectly. Pro sets off uh, first and before Georgiev came into the game the last go round too. Let's not forget that. But mm-hmm. still a few questions in goal as far as, as, as that um, when it comes to it. So big key as far as getting a win on on Saturday. And I agree. Bob does need to be in the net. They have a few. They, have, they won't play until Wednesday. And it's going to be a yep. front end of a back to back and nationally televised game next Wednesday against Pittsburgh um, as well. Ooh. And Polly Arby is part of the mix, part of the mix uh, with. I'm not scared of him. Uh, Pittsburgh. I, yeah, same here. And. Uh, <laughs> And but just uh just uh something that came into my mind as well for for that but so um so that that gonna be real key for for the Panthers to end this homestand on on a good note because we as we spoke about with Kirby um home heavy month seven home yep. games four road so definitely one uh but Nick uh any last words uh on the podcast before we sign off for the night. 
Um, I will say this. It's one thought that actually just popped into my head about as you're talking about Bob is that I think this season schedules actually played to his strength. He's had a lot of rest and a lot of time off. And I think that's just been a welcoming thing to him because after seeing what he did in the playoffs and everything and how much weight he was losing and how much water he had to go through, um, you know, the amount of days off that he's had has just been ridiculous. So um, this is why we're seeing vintage Bob right now. And Hopefully, you know, he can steal a win against, you know, the Avs and uh, Goryev, um, who is actually, I think, leading the NHL in wins right now. It would be nice for Bob to actually get that, um, even though, you know, I think some people don't really think that goalie wins are a stat. Um, I still want, yeah. <laughs> Guilty. I still, uh, yeah, I still want to see him get that because I think he deserves it. But other than that, Thank you for having me on again. Uh, you know, I'm glad that we could celebrate a win instead of probably going in at Saturday. Like, okay, is this team awake? Or are they actually going to play well on Saturday? But no, I have good hopes for Saturday. It's good to have expectations, right? <laughs> so exactly. that, 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 that's why it's a different level that we've uh, dealt with. Different territory, no pun intended, uh, for exactly. sure. But <laughs> Nick, thank you so much. Uh, and by the way, the Panthers do have a noon practice tomorrow uh, for more Memorial. Just got the email from Panthers PR. So noon practice tomorrow, uh, right, um, right before Saturday's game against the Colorado Avalanche. You can follow uh, Nick on X at Prudential Zero and also on Instagram at Burry1096. Nick, thank you so much, my friend, and I will see you next week, my friend. See you next week. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Philip Livingstone and Sue Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Summer Rod of Les with Nick Fairbanks. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where's your team? Every day.